You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can follow along with the notes for this message and get better connected with our church by visiting church2911.com connect. Now, here's Pastor Rick or another member of our team with this week's message. Okay, let's, let's talk about connect dots. Anybody ever done one of those connect the dots kind of a thing? You know, back, you know, you know those? Y'all like those? Yeah, especially if you're not an artist, right? Because you can you make a picture without any artistic talent, right? So let's let's look at a couple of these and see if uh, can anybody tell? Can you figure out what that one is? A dolphin. You know, it's a little harder to see up here. You know, kind of the closer you get to it. Remember that. I'll, I'll throw that back at you in a few minutes. Okay. So a dolphin. Everybody agrees that's a dolphin, right? right? How about another one? We got another one for you. A cat. Yeah. It looks like. Or at least it did look like a cat to me when uh, they showed it to me on, on my computer. All right? So that's a cat. Everybody sees the cat, right? All right. All right. Now, this one might be just a little harder, the last one here. It's a what? A drum set. I like that one. You know, I could make that into a drum set. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, okay, <laughs> all over the place with this one. Okay, it's a camera. See it? See the big lens? You know, see all the little the little stuff on the top, and it's just a box around the body. See, man, y'all a tough crowd this morning, aren't you? You're arguing with me. It's a camera, okay? <laughs> if you don't believe me, you know, I'll print it out for you. You can take it home, and you can pull it, draw it out, all right? All right, so we're not going to do that for you today. But, okay, so... Even if you can't tell what it is, you can tell it's going to be something, right? That's not just random, not just random numbers up there, random dots. They're not just random. It's going to be something. You can see, there it is. And thankfully, you know, like me and you that don't have artistic talent or whatever, we can, we can take one of those and draw it out and, and, and we can make it look like something. Because someone with artistic ability, someone with creativity, Someone with some design ability was able to lay it all out, and then all we have to do is what? Connect the dots. That's the title of the sermon, okay? So I thought you might get that. Okay, jump in there with me. Connect the dots, right? So what are the dots? Well, there they are on that, but what are the dots for me and you? What are the dots to getting to this dream, living the dream? Well, we've gone through them. Uh, as many of them as we could. I'm going to throw a few of them up here on the screen for you right now, okay? Uh, next slide for me. There you go. These are the ones that we've talked about so far in this sermon series. Setting goals, making plans, working at it. Not just setting the goals and making the plans. You've got to work at it also. Then embracing God's dream because his dream's up here. Ours is down here, right? Embracing God's dream. It is the dream. Being a part of a great church what we talked about last week. If you missed it, you need to go get on the podcast, upgrading our habits. There's a long list in that sermon. If you missed that sermon, just a long list of things that we do. And falling deeply in love with Jesus is perhaps the, the, the thing. Do that. All these other dots just seem to fall in place. I'll give you a new one today. And uh, you probably could have guessed it if, uh, if it wasn't up there already. Kyle, you know, has already told us that today is a small group launch. And so that's another one of the dots. We'll talk about that one. It's going to kind of fit in a lot today is joining a small group. All of these dots, okay? Now, we've talked about these, and, and uh, we really get, dug in deep with some of them. Some of them are really important in some of these messages. We've talked about the first three messages of the year so far. We've we, we dug in here. but So now, here we've got all these dots. 
um, I, I started to try and get really, really creative and try to actually move them on, on the page. And then, you know, didn't have time for all that anyway. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that artistic anyway. But these are the dots. They're the dots. And, you know, just like I said a few moments ago, someone with some creativity, some artistic ability, some design, you know, uh, an eye for that, you know, they, they laid all that, uh, they laid all those, those other pictures out that we were looking at. In the same way, that's what God has done. It's because he's got this eye for this big, awesome, audacious, and bodacious dream that he has for your life, and he said, here are the dots. Here are the dots. And so he said, this and this and this and this and this, and he lays all this out right there, and there it is. And, and even though maybe we can't look and see the camera, right? <laughs> maybe we can't figure out that it's going to be a camera, or even when, when God says, hey, it's going to be a camera, we say, I don't know about that. You know, maybe it doesn't look exact, but we know that there they are, and that he's laid everything out, and that all that is left for us to do is connect the dots. There they are. It's that simple. I mean, we're that close to it. I mean, really, somebody puts that picture of that cat in your hand, and you've got an ink pen. I mean, how close are you? You know, you are seconds away from a picture of a cat. You are that close to a picture of a cat. In the same way, just like that, when we're looking at it, we've got all these things, and we know all these things. And even if we can't figure them out yet, even before Pastor preached these, these last three Sundays on these things, they were all right there, all for us to discover and for us to, to find. We are that close to living in the dream. A lot of people think they're just so far away from the You know, they're, they're just so far away. But you are that close. You know, um, think, think about it physically, how close you are physically. So for most of us, maybe for all of us, for, but for mo the vast majority of us, living the dream has nothing to do with the continent of Africa. Now, there are very few of us that are going to be leaving this country to go out of the country. It's, it's not, this dream is not like thousands of miles away. This dream is not something that is, is within, outside of our reach today. It is something that is right there. Almost reach out and touch it. There it is. Reach out and grasp it. There it is. It is that close. That's physically. What about spiritually? Let me tell you how close it is spiritually. Your life, your soul, your, your dream has already been taken care of. It was bargained for by Jesus, and it was purchased at the cross of Calvary. And then it was sealed forever to be alive on that third day when he got up out of the tomb. That's how close you are to the dream. It's not way out there. It's not something that's out of our reach, even spiritually speaking, because I know a lot of you think, well, I could never be that. I'm not that good. I'm, I'm not that kind. I'm not that gentle-hearted. I, I, I don't have that much faith. I, I, I'm, I'm just not that spiritual. And some of you are thinking those kinds of things. I, I want you to know you are that close to it. It's, it's, it's that close. Then how in the world, right, let's ask, the, how in the world do we miss something that we're that close to? You know, has that ever happened to you? 
How do we miss things that are that close? Well, I'll talk to you about that for just a few moments, right? How do we miss the things that are so close to us? And if the dream is so close, how do we miss it? Okay, here's, here's one. We're going to stick with this connect the dots theme here just a little bit, okay? Uh, kind of draw some parallels here. How, how can we miss what is so close to us? Well, one of the problems is we like to skip the dots. We don't like to hit all the dots. Come on, let's be honest. That slide that we just had there, that all of those things that, that are things that get us to the dream, what do we do? We say, well, that one's important to me, but that one's not really important to me, so I think I'll skip that one. What happens, you take that picture of a cat, what happens if you just fill in all the even numbers, you go two, four, six, eight, and you go because all the other ones are odd, right? <laughs> all the other ones are odd, so I'm going to skip all the odd ones, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know, some of you would probably rather have the odd ones, right, you know, because they kind of fit a little bit better, right, with our lives sometimes, you know, but what happens if you say, I'm just going to skip some, you're not going to get a picture of a cat. If you skip all of the odds, you're not going to get a picture of a cat. You're going to miss so much of the picture if you skip the dots, you know, and, and it's like a lot of us, I think, you know, God says, I want to do this in your life, I mean, we're ready, yeah, do it, God, let's do it. But we just kind of want to jump to the last dot, don't we? We just want to see the picture fulfilled, but we miss so much. It's, it's, kind, of like, it's kind of like going on a trip. How many, how many of you guys, if, if you've got time, you like to take the scenic route? Yeah. Okay. All the rest of you, you just got to get there, right? You got to get there. You know? But you know what you miss when you don't? You never, ever take the scenic route. You miss so many other things. And I think that's the way, I, I think most of us, we don't like taking the scenic route. We just want to get there, and we do that spiritually. We want to just get there. We don't want to learn the lessons. We don't want to meet the people. We don't want to grow. We don't want, we don't want to have, have, have awesomeness poured into us. You know, we, we kind of we see anointing as being one of those big things. It just happens. Boom, all of a sudden, everybody's got, you know, you got it, and it just take off with it. But it's a thing that grows. It is a thing that grows. It flows down, like it flowed down Aaron's beard and down his, his raiment all the way down to the hem of his garment. It flowed down and then filled, filled the, probably filled the, uh, the hem of his garment right there. It flowed. We get in so big of a hurry and, and, and we skip dots. That's how we can miss what is right there. I, I, I don't have time to preach that much. Go on, go on to the, yeah, shortcuts make us lose so much of the picture. Go on to the next one, please, for me. Uh, we also try to move the dots. You know, the dots aren't where we want them, so let's move them around a little bit. You know, because I know, you know, really maybe I ought to do this, maybe I ought to go here, maybe I ought to say this and whatever, but I think I can do it this way. We move the dots. Okay, listen, we're, we're not talking about your salvation. Salvation's free. We're talking about living the dream. Not talking about your salvation, okay? We're talking about living the dream. And the changes we try to make in our lives like that sometimes is maybe not completely exactly fit into exactly what God wants us to do, but maybe that permissive will strike that from your vocabulary if you've ever used it or you, it's anywhere in your mind. We talked about that in one of these sermons also. You need to back up and listen to that one if you missed it, okay? Because if you're thinking that kind of thing, then what you're doing is you're moving the dots around. You're moving the dots around. And you know what happens, though, when you move the dots around? A picture of a cat becomes a picture of a dog. You know, a picture of a camera does become a picture of the drums. And some of you are saying, well, I'd rather have a dog and a set of drums instead of a cat and a camera anyway, right? You know, but that's your dream. This is his dream. 
And when we move the dots around, we lose. We mess with the picture. We change the picture. And we miss this big, awesome, audacious, and bodacious picture that the grand artist was dreaming for our life. This big, awesome vision that he was dreaming for our life. We move the dots around. I, 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 I got to hurry. I, I'm preaching a lot more than I mean to right here. How, how do we miss what is so close to us? Distractions or loss of focus. Get distracted by stuff. You ever, you ever been distracted by things? I mean, I, more than any, any day, I, I think today, there are more distractions and people are so easily distracted from just doing what needs to be done. There's a great story from, uh, from uh, uh, and I can give you the name of the book. I can't remember the name of the book right now. Krakauer is the, the guy who wrote the book. But it's about a lot of the, a lot of the people who climbed Mount Everest. And uh, one, one of the guys, Andy Harris, this is his story, Andy Harris. And Andy, was, Andy Harris was not just a, a, a climber, he was, he was a guide. So that meant he hadn't been up there one time. He'd been up there a lot of times. He knew what it take. He, he, he knew what it took. He knew the dots that needed to be connected. He knew, he knew the right things to do and the things that are going to get you killed. You know? And so if you follow his advice, you connect all the dots, I'm going to get you to the top and get you back down safe. But one day, Andy Harris stayed at the summit a little too long. And he lost the oxygen in his body. because you know, There's oxygen there, but it's, it's so small. He, he began to lose oxygen in his body. And, and what happens, he started, started losing it in his brain. And it was just like if someone was choking him, he began to, to lose the functions in his brain. And so he called down to the base camp and told him, man, I'm in trouble. I stayed up top too long. I, I'm really struggling. I, 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 need, I need some oxygen. Is there anybody close by? He, radi he radioed down to the base camp. He told him, but there were a lot of climbers on the hill that day and on the mountain that day. And some of them had already come down. And all along the path, they would put these, these, these uh, oxygen tanks in case someone had just this exact type of emergency. And so some of the climbers that had come down, they, they remembered, wait a minute, there were oxygen tanks not far from where he's at right now. And so they radioed him back and said, hey, go to those oxygen tanks. He said, no, I passed those. And he said, they're all empty. But the climbers that had been by there, they knew they weren't empty, and they kept telling him, no, go, go to the, there's oxygen in those tanks. They're right there near you. Just go to them. But he argued and argued and argued with them. And he told them, no, they're empty, they're empty. And he died on Everest that day with the oxygen tanks right there that were full of what he needed. Give me that next slide right here. Surrounded by something that would give life, he continued to complain of its absence. You know, I, I, we do that spiritually. Surrounded by everything that we need, and we complain, but I'm missing this. Here it is right here. It's right here, but, but I need this. Here it is. It's right here. You hear about it every single week. You hear about it every time you read the Bible. You feel it. You sense it every time you pray and talk to him. But, but I'm missing this, or I'm struggling here, or I don't have this, and I, I need the wisdom, or I need the direction. And here it is right here, and it's right around us. But all we do is complain that we don't, don't yet have it. We, we do have it, but we get distracted. Okay, here, here's, here's the last one of these. Is it looks different than we expected. You understand that? That you go looking for something, but it looks different than you expected, and you just totally miss it. If you don't understand that, then just go with me to the grocery store the next time I go, okay? And my mom told me what to pick up. She even told me what aisle it is on. You know, 
and maybe what color the box is, but I get there, you know, and it still don't look like I think it's, you know, I, I still. And so, you know, I, I go and I have to find an older lady in the store and say, hey, my wife is not here to point out what is right in front of me that I can't see like she does at home, so would you come show me what it is? And I like, I like to find older ladies to do that because they really get a kick out of me saying that because then they get to think, yeah, you men really do need us, don't you? Yeah, you know, you just don't want to admit it, right? And so I get there, you know, and, it, and it's, it is a different color than I was expecting. Or it, is, it was a box, and I was expecting a jar or something like that. And I just missed it because it didn't look like it, what I thought it was going to look like. You know, that camera a few minutes ago, that didn't look like what you thought it was going to be. You know, a, a lot of those, a lot of those uh, connect the dots, you know, you know what they are when you start them. One of the most awesome, come on, think about it. One of the most awesome ones are th those are the ones that, that when you don't know what it is when you're starting. And as you're drawing it around, it just begins to reveal itself little by little by little. Oh, but wait, y'all don't like that. Y'all don't want the scenic route. Y'all don't want the thing to just unfold before you as God is saying, look at this awesome dream. I am building it. You don't like that. You want to jump to the end. Somebody just fill it out and hand me the picture so I know what it's like. And God's saying, you're missing so much more that I can do for you. So it doesn't look exactly like one, and we miss it. We miss it. We could be right on top of it. As I was saying, because I'm standing right here, as I was saying a few moments ago, because I'm standing right here, uh, it, it's a little hard to see because I'm so close. It's so easy to miss. One of the saddest of all paradoxes is when we miss exactly what it is we're looking for right here in front of us, and we can't see it. Right here in front of us, and we can't grasp it. Right here in front of us, and, and, and and we miss it. It, it, it. it flies right by. Wait, was that it? I went to an auction one time, and uh, there was something, there were several things that I wanted to make sure that, that I got, you know, and, uh, and it, it wasn't for me. This was for, for somebody else. I was, there, I was there doing this. Kind of weird for you to think about your pastor at an auction probably, right? Uh, there was just something I was going to do. Uh, and uh, I, w I was there at the auction, and there were several things I was getting, and it was, was getting it for somebody else, and there was one of the things that was on the list. And, you know, and we're going through all this other stuff. I mean, this is a big old place just full of stuff, and we're just going around, you know, and I'm, I'm just, you know, just waiting for us to get to those things, you know. And then uh, all of a sudden, I look up, and they're putting a sticker on one of the things that's on my list of stuff I need to get. And I'm like, wait, 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 when did we, when did we bid on that? I said, we just did. We just closed the bid. You didn't hear it? No, I didn't hear Right in the middle of it. Standing there, watching it in the middle, everything going on. I'm right there, ready to, and I missed it. We do the same thing. One of the saddest of all, I think, situations happen in our life. This paradox of what we need, what we desire, what we want. It's right there in front of us, and we totally miss it. So let's not miss it. Let's not miss it anymore. Come on, let's connect the dots, okay? So, sticking with our little, uh, our little theme here of connecting the dots. Connect the dots, even when that's all it is. It's, you know, some of, those, um, some of those pictures back, you know, I, I, I told them, let's not use any of those pictures. Like, you know, some of those pictures, they have a lot of the lines drawn in already, and you can tell, I mean, you know, it's got like a cat's face, and all you got to do is draw the ears, you know, kind of thing. I mean, you know, I don't, don't want to be that obvious, you know, all right? But sometimes that's the way we act. It's kind of like we're sitting around, we're waiting for God to, you know, come on, draw the picture in, God. no. There's something for us to do in this. We have to connect the dots. So even when all it is is dots, even when all it is is dots, hey, give me that next slide. Even when the, the picture's just dots, go ahead and connect them, okay? Now, John chapter 15. 
Jesus, and, and the whole thing is there at the, uh, in, in the sermon notes on the Connect page. If you go there, uh, the sermon notes that are there on the Connect page, if you'll, you'll check those out, you can uh, also see all of the verses that are there, this, this whole story right here. And so in John chapter 15, Jesus is talking about something, and, and verse 5 kind of sums the whole thing up. Most of it is right here, but the whole thing is laid out. He just lays it out. He just uses this example of, of the vine and being a part of the vine. And here's what he says in verse 5. because This, this kind of pulls it all together. There's so much more there, okay? If you're willing to go the scenic route with me, do it this afternoon and read, read the rest of that story of what Jesus is saying. Jesus says, yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, they stay connected to me. I in them, they will produce much fruit. For ap apart from me, you can do nothing. What happens to a branch that becomes disconnected from the vine? I mean, Jesus is talking about it not bearing fruit. It don't bear fruit. It don't bear nothing. It dies. Yeah, and he, he talks about that in those verses around that as he's telling this, laying this whole thing out. He said, you're going to wither away and die if you don't stay connected. But here's the thing. There is one vine, and we're all branches. One vine, and everybody else is a branch. So when you connect to Jesus, you don't do that to your own little Jesus over here. There is one Jesus, and we're all connected. So when Jesus says we have to be connected to him to have life, he's saying we got to be connected to him and therefore connected to one another in order to have, to have life, to have any fruit, to have anything happening in our life. To, you know, the fruit is, is symbolic of good stuff that comes about as a result of our life. To have anything like that happening in our life, we have to stay connected to him and therefore to one another. And you know what he says? He says, and listen, everybody needs to hear this, but I think you adults need to hear it more than maybe the youngsters. And I think you men need to hear it more than the women. And I can say that because I'm an adult man, all right? So I can get on us. Every one of you needs to hear this, but I think you men need to hear this more than anybody. As Jesus says right here, if you, just, if you read that, you'll see what Jesus is saying. He's saying, you cannot do this alone. You cannot do it alone. You have to connect you can't do it alone you know not not just it might be it might be harder to do it by yourself no you can't he's saying you can't do it alone apart from me you can do he didn't say you can do less he said you can't do anything without me if you don't stay connected you can't and if, and if when we're connecting with him we're connected with one another and so he says you can't do this by yourself you have to have other people join you I wrote something down, and I want to say it to you, but I, 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 want, I want us to read it together because I want you to get that, okay? This is the way I see it right here. Next slide there. Whatever success, I, I'm talk, Pastor, whatever success I personally have had in life and ministry is not due to God connecting of people just like myself. You get that? Can we read that again? Whatever success I've had in life and ministry is not due to God connecting me with dozens of people just like myself. But it's, began, it's been because of all the people that God has connected me to unlike myself. The people that, the people that have challenged me, the people that say, hey, you're missing that, that, that spot in your life. 
You're going you're to fall right there if you don't fix something right there. You're going to mess up right there if you, don't, if you don't work on that area of your life. Those people are the people that have been places I haven't been. You know, and, and I, I've said many times, you know, I think God could have brought all those people into my life. And, and uh, here, you know, just, I, I mean, I grew up in Jefferson County, Alabama, you know, so he could have brought all those people to my life one at a time here and there and whatever. But, you know, I, I, I think that's one of the reasons God had, had us travel so much. I mean, we... In Chicago, we're in Little Rock and, and uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, the state of Texas, and all that. And, and man, God was connecting us to so many different people, and, and we were seeing different things, and thinking different things, and dreaming different things, and, and listening to their stories. And, and it wasn't just every little thing that I grew up with, and, and maybe I connected a little bit, but all these people that God used to put in, in my life and connect me. And I tell you, all, all the success that I've had in life and ministry is because God has connected me with so many people different than myself. I mean, starting with my parents and my brothers and my, and my grandparents, aunts and uncles, and, but then on and on and on as God is just throughout ministry and my life is connecting me. And, and, and then, so, so think about it. Come on, think about it, guys. I mean, if you're, if you're saying, well, they're weird. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be a part of them. You know, I don't want to join that small group. That's a bunch of weird people in that small group. Well, go ahead and join it because you'll probably fit right in. Come on, say amen. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like we look around, and, and it's, it's like the guy that told his best friend, sometimes I think everybody in the world is weird but me and you, and sometimes I worry about you. You know, because we're all weird compared to somebody else. Because what you call weird and somebody else is what they call normal, so you're the weird one in their mind, in their eyes. I mean, you know, and so when we look at that, so many people just say, well, that's weird or that's different or that's odd. And I'm just going to connect the twos, fours, sixes, and eights, and I'm going to leave the odds out, and then you're going to lose so much of what God is trying to do in your life because you're not connecting with the odd. Those odd people around you, God made them that way. You know, if you're, if you're normal, God help us all. If you're normal, if you're normal, God made you that way, but God made them that way. And if he put them anywhere near your life, it is to do something amazing in your life. I, I, I got to hurry. Let me, let me go on the next one. When all the dots don't appear to be there, connect anyway. You know, that's one of the things we do also is we, we hesitate and say, well, it's not, it, it must not be ready. God hadn't finished yet. So I'm still, I'm still sitting here waiting on God to finish. I'm still sitting here waiting on God to do this next thing. I'm still sitting here waiting on God to, to fix this or to create this or to put this connection in my life that is going to give me that dream job I've been wanting and all that and all that and all that and all that. You know, all those things. we got all these excuses about why. But even when all the dots don't appear to be there, connect anyway. Connect what you've got. Connect what you've got. You know, whatever God has laid out there for you, connect it. You see, here's... here's Here's what happens a lot of times to us. Is when we're un, when we're not connected, you know, unconnected people, they think others don't care. Let's, let's read it together. People who aren't connected often think others don't care. But when you're unconnected, it's not that people don't care. People don't know. You know, and I can't tell you as a pastor how many times I've had people say, nobody cares about me. Nobody knows about you. If you're not connected, they don't know about you. They don't know about your problems. They don't know that you need a new job. They don't know that, that your, your marriage is struggling. They don't know that your, your kids are sick and you need, you need to, a prayer for healing. If you aren't connected, people don't know. It's like, you know, who's going to visit the funeral home when you die? If you're not connected, nobody. 
You know, who, who knows to be there? Who's going to call on me when I'm sick and in the hospital? Nobody. Because you're not, when you're not connected, it's not that people don't care. They don't know. So quit blaming them. Start connecting the dots so the other stuff begins to happen in, in, in your life as well. I've, I've, you know, it's, I think we, we've, we've made it worse in the church world. We, we pastors and church people. I think one of the things we've done, and we've talked about this a lot, but it kind of hit me that here's, a, here's another part of the fallout from the build it and they will come attitude that we've had over the past. Let's build a big, nice, fancy church, or let's, let's do this, and let's create this program. We can, we can talk about it in that way as well. But let, let's, let's just think about how we say, let's build this big church, and people will just come. People will just come. Yeah, they did, didn't they? And they connected to the church building, and they didn't go any further than that. You see, I know people that are so connected to their church building, they will bleed for that building. But they might not give five minutes to somebody in need because they connected to the building. Thanks again. I, I think it was Jamie saying, and maybe not, but it's Jamie saying, you know, that it's, it, we're not a building. When Jesus talked about us being part of the vine, he wasn't talking about us being part of the brick and mortar of a building somewhere. He was talking about us being a part of him and one another. You see, People don't need to connect to buildings. People need to connect to people. And who's people? Your people. You are people. That means you need to connect to people. Connect the dots. La last one, and we're going to wrap with this one, okay? Connect even when it feels like you're walking into a strange land. New things often feel exactly like that, right? You know, when it's new, it feels like, a brand new, it feels like a strange land, a strange place, okay? We're going to read that. I, I see some of you reading. Your eyes are doing this. So I know you're already reading, okay? Um, we're going to read that in just a minute, okay? Uh, and this is, this is Jeremiah 29, hmm, just a few verses before verse 11, right? And uh, you know what that, say 29, 11, right? But if, you're, if you've been going along with us in the devotions, you know that's been all about the devotions. We've, we've been all over uh, 29, 11 in our devotions, okay? But this is right before that, all right? So uh, let, let, let's read this. This is what God says, right? Just a few verses before he, he, he says, I know the plans I have for you, for hope and a future. Here's what he says. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children, then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Some, some grandparent, I'll say, amen, amen. Come on, speak that, pastor. Multiply. Do not dwindle away and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. Okay, here, so here, let, let me explain a little bit of something right there where it says, uh, uh, the, the city where I sent you into exile. God did not choose for Israel to go into exile they chose it themselves because they skipped some dots that he had them connected tried to move some around no we're gonna do it this way because we'd rather do it this way this is a little odd so we're gonna just do what is comfortable what fits what we like what we won't. I, we like all this. We like that we're number one in so many ways. We like that, you know, we've got this big, beautiful uh, temple and everything. We like that we've got all this. 
but they skipped so much of what God was calling them to do and be in their life. And they lost the power. No longer did they have the relationship with God where he just jumped out when they were under attack and he came on the scene and he won their battles for them. Where sometimes that they, had, they fought wars where they didn't do anything. Didn't even have to draw their sword and God just wiped out their enemy. They were no longer in that place because they had skipped so many dots. They had moved so many of them around. And so now they're in a place where they come under attack and they don't have God to call on. But you know what God does? Even though that was not his will for them to go into exile, you see what he said? I sent you into this country in exile. Even though you were going to exile, even though you were whooped and you were beaten and you would be going to exile, you know what I did? I chose a country that you could go into where you could build homes and you could stay and you could plant gardens and you could eat the food and you could marry and you could have children, you could find spouses, you could multiply, you could have grandchildren also, multiply and not dwindle away, you could have peace and prosperity. God said, even when you rejected me, God says, I'm going to send you into a place that I can still take care of you and I can bless you way up here in a dream like this. So even when it feels like it's a strange place, when God lays out the dots for you, connect the dots. Because even, even because it's going to happen in your life. There are going to be other people who are going to mess with your life. They're going to mess with, with, with your marriage. They're going to mess with your job. They're going to mess with, with your health. They're going to mess with everything they can in your life. People are going to just foul it up if they can. But God said, you just keep connecting the dots. Because if you connect the dots, he says, I'm going to go before you, and I'm going to give you these kinds of victories, and I'm going to give you these kinds of blessings, even when you are walking in strange places that you don't even belong in, God says, I'm still going to be able to do this in you. That's what God promises. So how do we get there, Pastor? Connect, how, do we, how do we connect the dots? I had somebody ask me that this, this week. They didn't say connect the dots, but they, how do we do this? And, and so it's what we're talking about today. So let, let me wrap this up real quick right here. It begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the more and more and more you fall in love with him, not the more you fall in love with pastor, not the more you fall in love with the music, not the more you fall in love with the programs or a building, the more in love you fall with Jesus Christ, the just easier it gets to connect the dots. It becomes almost automatic. And if you're not a Christian, let me tell you how to do this. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Basically, this is, this is my paraphrase of it. basically says all it takes to become a Christian is to believe in Jesus Christ. Believe he is exactly who he says he is, the Son of God, who died for your sin and for my sin. And then he got up on the third day so that we're not eternally dead, we are eternally alive. We are not punished for eternity, we are blessed for eternity. Just believe in that and then tell somebody. Tell somebody. You got you got to connect. You got to connect to tell somebody. You got to tell. You can't, no secret agent Christians. But that's all it takes is just believing that in your heart. And then tell somebody, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm a, have you ever told anybody you're a Christian? Have you ever told anybody? Tell somebody. That's all, that's all it takes. Believing in your heart and then tell somebody. So then what do we do? Let me give you a couple of quick and easy steps just before I bring, bring you down front. A couple of quick and easy steps. And today, these are the two quick and easiest steps you will ever take. And the first one is join a small group. Because there you'll be able to connect with people, and they will also help you connect those dots. 
in that small group. But then, then there's another one tonight also. So today is not just small group launch. Tonight we also have our first team night of the year. And we're going to have a, you know, we talked a little bit about this this week also, but we're going to have prayer tonight also because we, we want to pray about the future of our church. So some things that we got some other things to do. We're going to do worship tonight as well and a lot of those kinds of things. Uh, but we're going to have prayer tonight for our church. And so, so connect there. You may say, well, I, I don't know that I'm on the dream team yet. I'm not. It doesn't matter. If you, want, if you want your church, what we preached last week, if you want to be that, then be here tonight, okay? So become a Christian. Join a small group. Come to team night. Don't just be a Sunday morning surface connect, but really connect to what's going on in your church. Those are three of the great first dots you need to connect in your life to getting to live in the dream. You've been listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a prayer need, our prayer team and staff would love to pray with you. You can send us your prayer request by using the email address prayer at church2911.com. If you would like to know more about our church, including information about our weekly services, please check out church2911.com. Thank you for listening. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.